5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Fresh new week. Excited about it. Thanks for being with us. Patrick Johnson Show. We have uh, inside the ECU clubhouse with Coach Cliff Godwin coming up a little later on. Have uh, reaction would be the word. Reaction from uh, the spring game. Ben saw a lot more of it than I did. And uh, there's also uh, some uh, Ryder Giles audio. As he was uh, tremendous, tremendous and stupendous on uh, Friday night in quite a role. Uh, ben Byram producing today's show. We say hello to uh, to him. Be hey, Ben Byram. Mm. Yeah, that's your boy. Uh, great to have. Uh, I I almost feel badly calling them interns, but intern Noah, who's the ESPN Plus guy, that's on the. I mean, that guy's pretty accomplished. He's probably more accomplished than you and I are, Ben. Hey, might be, might be. And uh, although I, I complimented him on his master's hat yesterday, and he even re- I was trying to talk him up. You know, I like to talk up the people, Ben. You know, it, I'm just like the rest of them. Just talking them up a little. Yeah, you like golf, uh, you know. Everybody yeah, a little going small talk. A little small talk, as we say in the, you know, little chat. Um... And I, I was talking about the Masters with him, and he must not have been paying attention because uh, he said something completely different. But he had a Masters hat on, so that's why I engaged <laughs> him in the Masters talk yesterday. So, look, it's a good thing Noah's a good-looking guy. That's all I'm going to say. Noah's a good-looking kid. That's, that's a good thing for him. I'm kidding. We're, we're really breaking these guys down, aren't we, Ben? Yeah, I mean, they we're just really... got here. This is my first I know. day working with them. I know. Well, they were in on Talk of the Town last week, so they're familiar with my – uh, hijinks, I assume. Okay. And then Chris, who used to tell me, and I don't know what this means, is ranked in Madden. What does that mean? Yeah, he was ranked in Madden. Top 1,000. Top 1,000, he says. He's really proud of it. He's also, I've found out, an independent wrestler. Really? Yeah. yeah the, Chris, go ahead and tell him what your gimmick is. Uh, What's I'm your a, gimmick? Get it right up into this mic. Yeah. My pro wrestling gimmick is a frat boy named Chad Carson. Okay. It's pretty interesting. He's had a belt, apparently. Was the Premier Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champion, yes. Okay. With who? With uh, another frat guy, or was this an oddly placed tag team? Kyle. I don't know. I, I can't come up with the last. Kyle Smith. TJ Johnson yeah, was his name, yeah. TJ Johnson. Was, was he also a frat guy? He was also a frat guy, yes. What was the name of the tag team? The Bottle Cap Boys. The Bottle Cap Boys. I like Boys. it. Okay. I love it. I- Shirts, why did you call yourself you like a like? Why did you call yourself like a made-up fraternity fraternity like Phi Sigma Who? There's or only two like of that. us, and Bottle Cap Boys rolls off the tongue. You know, sounded okay. good at the time. Uh, heat, uh, heat-seeking kind of guys. Were you guys heels, as they say in the business? Oh, what happened? I didn't hear him. He went I've, away. I've always been a heel. Never want to be a babyface. Love being a heel. Yeah. 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 Okay. The heels are all the good, real good guys in in in. Away from the industry. 
that's that's my experience. Yeah, we're the ones that usually get the real cheers, right? Yes, and then the you know the the baby faces are usually insufferable. Um, and then Noah, let's let's let Noah have a turn at the mic here. Noah, did you? Where did I lose you yesterday in the Masters conversation? Or were you just not paying me any mind because you're like, who's the old, who's the old guy? Is that which one was it? It was it was an early morning. I just got to work. I didn't really know it was going early on at morning. All. <laughs> early morning. You know what time I got up yesterday for that game? Uh, old man, P man. When was that? Like five thirty. I'm hopefully I get there one day. You know when I got up this morning? Five thirty. Three thirty. Jeez, now you're doing too much. Well, the dog woke me up. I was about to say, what warrants getting up at three thirty? The dog woke me. Dash woke me up. Dash has not been well, so you know you want to make sure that you check on him. He's yeah, he's okay, and so we checked on him, and then I just went ahead and got up at four. But I was awakened at three thirty. Check out Thanks. these interns, though. I got a former tag team champ, and I got a yeah. ESPN Plus employee. I mean, how stepped yeah. it up here? Yeah, these these guys are good. These guys are good. Uh, Cliff Godwin today, some house cleaning for the rest of the week, or at least uh, through the middle of the week. Uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick in the studio tomorrow. Now it is a shortened 45-minute edition of the Patrick Johnson Show leading into baseball at Elon. So we'll make the most of every second with uh, Donnie K tomorrow. He'll be live in the studio with us. And then uh, Wednesday, Mull will be on. Brian Mull, our friend, uh, just back from uh, covering the, uh, the Masters. I had a long talk. Well, not a long talk, but a talk with Mull today. He actually did spend quite a lot of time, in addition to the article he wrote, uh, spent some more time with Harold, so that was good. And uh, spent some time, uh, well, was watching Tiger on the 18th as he made the approach yesterday. Speaking of Tiger Woods, to. this is, yeah, this is what Tiger had to say in uh, winning the Masters yesterday. As of a few, or, or excuse me, participating in the Masters yesterday. As of a few weeks ago, I didn't know if I was even playing this event. So um, to go from that to here. Uh, we're excited about uh, you know, the prospects of the future, about training, uh, about getting in, into that gym and doing some other stuff to to get my legs stronger, uh, which we have been able to do because it's needed more time to heal. So uh, the Open, or the British Open, as uh, I do like to say, uh, will be played uh, this year at St. Andrews, and apparently Tiger has already committed to that. Uh, did not commit next to next month's PGA, though he aspires to be there. Basically, he's going to play the majors and maybe one or two biggies a year uh, as he physically can. Scotty Scheffler uh, with a dominant performance, back-to-back 71s. This is what he had to say in winning his first green jacket. We were fortunate enough to play here in college, and, you know, I love this place. I love this golf course, um, and there's just, you know, if you're going to choose a golf tournament to win, this would be the tournament I would want to win. Uh, Harold Varner, three of his four rounds were under par, which I think is a great, I mean, finish 23rd, you have to finish top 12 in ties to come back automatically, but I think long as Harold's in the top 50. And that kind of is the interesting part about this. You know, all of the, the, uh, all that's made about this, these events on the Asian tour, which has essentially been bought out by the Saudis and, you know, Harold played over there. A lot of people are, are really, uh, kind of cast aside Phil Mickelson. He, he was basically asked not to participate in this uh, event this past weekend, despite being a three-time champ. And uh, for some comments that he made about it. But uh, you could almost argue as far as the world rankings go, 
had Harold not had that victory under his belt, might not have, I, mean, I think he was top 40, but I mean, it would have been close. Now, he's playing well and obviously finished 23rd here. I mean, he's likely to play in the PGA next month. In fact, I think he's all but confirmed from what I understand and uh, has a chance to play in the U.S. Open, quite obviously. So that's that's kind of interesting. But, but a good good weekend all around for Harold Varner III. Ben, did you watch any yesterday, or were you doing other things? Were you at Bark in the Park yesterday? Well, yeah, I was at the baseball game, so I didn't catch too much of it. But I know Harold had a solid weekend, and Scotty just wasn't moving off that top spot. Did uh, Noah, did you watch any of it at the end, or what? Any of the Masters at the end? or Yeah, I was. I know you I had was, to work. I was pretty much glued to the uh, to my computer screen all Sunday. Okay. All right. That's how everybody watches it now. All right, Chris, do you care, or were you watching old tapes of uh, – the Attitude Era. What was going on? The Masters, Chris. I don't really keep up with golf, to be honest. Okay. No, I have not been watching. That's right. That's not your. That's not your jam. That's All not right. my forte. No. No. That's well. That makes sense. Uh, ben, I'm going to say the first two days of the Masters on a scale of one to ten, like a nine. Yeah, they were great. With, the, with Tiger, and it was great, and it was, it, it, of course, Harold, the local interest in Harold. And just all, and I'm, I'm going to say the last two days, which I admittedly did not watch a lot of. I did watch a lot yesterday, but I'm going to say more like a, a two or three. Yeah, kind of meh. Yeah, not a lot of drama. Not a, had a lot of drama in a while. Not the best finish. Not the uh, dramatic finish you were hoping for for a Masters. No, I mean Rory backdoored his way into another top ten. This time second makes you think he might have it. He when the pressure's off, nobody plays better than Rory McIlroy. Nobody plays better than Rory McIlroy. All right, to uh, the spring game, we started on that a little bit. Uh, I what I saw of Mason Garcia, I liked a lot. I thought Holt Naylor looked agree. really, well, Holt Naylor's looked really good, but I thought Mason Garcia looked uh, big time, big time ready. Really looked good. No, I completely agree. His passes had a lot of zip. Uh, clearly showcased that arm. Um, his a lot of his passes were right on the money, right in between the numbers for a lot of his receivers. Just a matter of. You know, receivers having a hard time catching the ball or, like, a lot of drops just because they're very inexperienced. I mean, there was a lot of turnover in that wide receiver room. So, uh, obviously, the inexperience of the wide receivers really showed in the spring game. And some of the quarterbacks had to suffer a little bit for that. Uh, the positives, again, I think Holton looked better. Looked probably as sharp as he's ever uh, looked in one of those settings. I think he's been in too many of them, obviously, because one year it didn't happen. And then, you know, last year was what it was. Uh, I thought Mason Garcia was excellent. I, I'm I'm excited even more about his future. Uh, I did obviously. Rajay Harris is awesome. The running backs are what they are. I thought uh, thought Pop McKay looked good at times. Yeah, I like Pop out there. Uh, I do think that uh, the receiving core has some issues. I, I thought the offensive line played pretty well. Special they teams were had some issues. Special teams, there were some issues. There were the receiver issues. I think at one point Owen had missed two field goals. Yeah, I think uh, there's some work to be done. But I think uh, a lot of the positives uh, to take away that a couple of areas. One, uh, again, the offensive line to me looked pretty good. Absolutely. Let's hope that carries over. Keziah Everett, uh, Farnell Central Zone, uh, got some second-string snaps at center and looked really good. A guy we haven't heard about a lot. 
no, what do you think of that, Ben? Kind of I, the hometown I thought it was kid. great. I was thrilled about it because I, I thought he might be a guy that might never, ever see some snaps. And now they got him in second string behind Avery Jones. So I believe, I think this might be his last year, maybe later down the line, if you don't knock it out of the park with a center recruit down here in the next year or two. Maybe because I can get a few snaps at a guard or center position, and that would be nice to see. You were worried about Kazai getting snaps, and he literally was doing the snapping. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. How about that? Uh, I might have to play the crickets for that one. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, come on. Come on. I had to beat you to it. You did. You did. Um, and then baseball, look, Ryder Giles was awesome the other day. Uh, obviously Friday, a little bit of a shock that he got the start, got moved up from that. But I think now he's Cliff Godwin, uh, telling me earlier today that he basically is going to be the guy that'll start Thursday. He solidified himself for sure. He did. He did. So we've got that. Uh, what else we got? Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought he see you. I, I, I thought the pitching was really good at times. The hitting obviously was, was really good. That was sort of vintage ECU on Saturday as far as kind of building a lead, getting into the bullpen, and then adding to the lead late with some some explosive yep. offense. Uh, didn't see a second of yesterday's game, but obviously uh, Wichita State's guy was really, really good. Had a no-hitter for a little while. He, he? He's got to be the best Sunday starter in the country. Like, coming in, he had, like, a .37 ERA and finished with, like, .2 something. Like, you just couldn't hit off him. I was surprised at the fact this guy was a Sunday starter. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, Wichita State salvages the series. We'll talk to Cliff Godwin a little bit later on. A break when we come back. A pirate report that will be geared towards the spring game. And some Ryder Giles comments from uh, postgame Friday. Glad to see him uh, have a really good day. He's taking some uh, heat this year, but uh, is doing what he has to do to make sure the Pirates win games, and that's as the front-line guy right now. We'll break, we'll return, and uh, continue with more of this uh, Monday fun and frivolity. So stick and stay. Never could believe the things you do to me. The Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. At U.S. Cellular, we know you have a choice of wireless carriers. And while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-540-8816. 800-540-8816. That's 800-540-8816. Need to insure a boat in Edenton, a business in Elizabeth City, a car in Greenville? How about a farm truck in Columbia or a home on the Outer Banks? Weatherly Insurance Agency, an independent insurance agency with five locations in eastern North Carolina, is here to help. Weatherly Insurance Agency has agents you can get to know because they're your neighbors and live in your town. Call today, 888-OBX-2-IBX or on the web at weatherlyinsurance.com. From the Outer Banks to the Inner Banks, Weatherly Insurance has you covered. Start something new in 2022 by continuing your education with short-term training at Pitt Community College. PCC's continuing education programs are available for those interested in a new career path, preparing for the workforce, or updating their current skills. Continuing education classes are offered online, in hybrid format, and face-to-face, with many being offered free of charge. Visit pitcc.edu today and let us help you in 2022. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. All right, another week, another Monday, and uh, maybe you had the Monday blues. You were dreading things on Sunday going into work. Uh, I've never been that way. Well, maybe a couple instances in my career, but by and large, I've never been. I always look forward to the week starting, kind of a fresh start, getting excited, especially if you're doing morning radio. It's great. Well, most places it's great. There's been a couple places. But anyway, uh, but maybe you, you know, and I know people that are like this. They just, they, they, that sort of sense of dread starts to enter their life on Sunday. You know, you got to go back to that job that you're just not challenged by. You're just not earning enough money. You're overworked. You're maybe working weekends and you're sick of that. Well, Victra is hiring here in Pitt County. And they're the largest independent retailer. One of the nation's largest cellular providers. Victra has a contact center that is right here in Greenville. And they are open and running and hiring positions for Business-to-business sales, consumer sales, retail store support, customer care and operations support. These aren't like telemarketing positions. It's all inbound stuff. So they got great benefits. The commission potential's incredible. You get paid face-to-face training, so that works in your favor. Medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday. And 401k matching, you can earn top dollar while working in a fun and challenging environment. 
and in a good way because everybody you're working around, they're professionals, they're motivated. Victra hiring now. You could go online, pit-jobs.com to apply and learn more. Pit is in pitcounty-jobs.com. I had a buddy, he was griping about his gig, Ben, and he was asking me about Victor a couple weekends ago, so I hope he got applied and looked into it because he was moaning and groaning about his job. All right, um, let's do today's pirate report, shall we? Let's do it. Let me dust it off. Yeah. Put the needle on the record. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Uh, let me see here. I know you sent me uh, the stuff from the other day. Um, um, too many emails, Ben. You know that? Too many a lot emails. Going on. A, lot, a lot going on. 40-40 tie. Pop McKay, 39 yards. Rajay Harris, 20 and a touchdown. Keaton Mitchell, five carries, eight yards rushing. Mason Garcia was 23 of 35. Lord, mercy. 239. Ayler's was 10 of 16 for 115. Alex Flynn was 2 of 4. Ryan Stubblefield, 1 of 4. What did he do, Ben? Threw a pick. Yeah, didn't look great. Didn't look great at all. Pirate, <laughs> Pirate quarterbacks. Boy. 31, 36 of 61 for 368. Uh, they rushed collectively for 56 yards. Let me see the receiving stars. Brock Spaulding. I liked him, Ben. I thought he looked good. Oh, he looked really good. Tajay Hudson was solid. Shane Calhoun. Josh Murphy. Kerry King, who we've heard a lot about. McKay caught a couple balls out of the backfield. Harris, a couple receptions. Jai Hatfield, uh, Hatfield did not uh, – he had said the one catch. Whoa. How about T-Cop Jr. with a catch? I love it. Remember, I love to see it. Remember that? Carry on the legacy. Yeah. Uh, Hickman was the leading tackler, along with uh, Jack Powers and Julius Woods. Got the feeling we saw a lot of guys who were, uh, you know, maybe going to be guys that are going to help provide depth. On defense, did you get that sense too, Ben? Absolutely, and the defense looked great. I mean, they were just all kinds of crazy blitz packages that worked. Got a lot of sacks early, and then later on you got to see a lot of their secondary depth and um, just how good they were in pass coverage, and defense looked phenomenal. I'm surprised it ended in a 40-40 tie. Luke Larson with uh, 40 yards on three punts. Sully Harden, there's a name. Uh, and then uh, Jaira Wilson. Shout out Jaira Wilson. He had the interception in the uh, in the game. All right. Um, I still don't understand the scoring system. Do you? No, not at I'm, all. I'm, I'm still not quite sure what's what what's what up with that scoring system. But whatever. Yeah, we'll, it's, ask, it's we'll hard find to out. Follow. We'll find out tomorrow how Donnie Kirkpatrick. Uh, when he's in studio, he'll tell us how everything kind of laid out. All right, let's hear from Mike Houston after the uh, spring game cut one. Great competition. Uh, I thought the defense, uh, you know, really was uh, dominant throughout the first half. And, uh, you know, it really looked, looked I, I say as good as we looked all spring defensively. Uh, so that's uh, good to see from a defensive standpoint. Obviously not real happy with uh, our offense in the first half. But uh, the offense did respond in the second half, had a scoring drive there, and then put us down in a position right there to, uh, you know, to make the game interesting at the end. So, 
Uh, Mason Garcia had a big day, as we mentioned statistically. This is Mike Houston. Well, I thought he got uh, a lot more comfortable out there. Um, you know, and that's that's the reason we wanted to get a lot of snaps today. Is this is as close as we can get to a to a game setting for him. Uh, and we've we've saw just so much more maturity from him, and just that relaxing out on the field this spring. And uh, you know, obviously, one thing that stood out to me was just his athleticism in the pocket. You know, his ability to avoid the rush and extend plays, and certainly he runs well enough uh, to hurt you with his legs once he gets outside the pocket, as well as throws throws pretty well on the run. All right, now what happened since the game finished in a 40-40 tie? Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm telling you. Right. Uh, you know, you had 15 seconds left, so you should have been able to get a get a play off and kill it. Uh, that's you know, that's that's a lot right there to not get it. But uh, you know, if that last play was a tackle for a loss, then you know the defense wins the game with a tackle for a loss because they get one point. So we're gonna have to review that when we get inside. <laughs> Certainly, the defensive kids are they're, they're pretty critical of uh, of, of that uh, last uh, deal there at the end. All right, well, what if uh, it is ruled that it is not a tie, or it is a tie, rather? What happens then? I may feed them all beanie weenies. Then there was the ring ceremony after. So this was, you know, were you complaining about this, Ben? Who was complaining about this? No, I wasn't complaining about this at all. Okay. I I, I could see some people thinking that's a little bit weird, though. I saw I saw complaints about it, but it was not a bowl championship, right? It was a bowl game ring, right? Yeah, I mean, like this is a ring for, yeah. Right, this is a ring for making the bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's all it's it was. It's like we get the national runner-up banner hung beside all the other banners that they hang at UNC this year, right? There was a lot of Boston College fans on Twitter complaining about it and going back and forth with Pirate fans. Well, they have no damn room to talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were the ones that didn't I'm, show up to compete. So. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I have no time for that. Anyway, this is the, uh, the, the ring ceremony, if you will, that was held afterwards. Just icing on a cake to, uh, you know, to, 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 to 2021 season. I mean, I think that's it. And certainly, you know, the guys they earned these. Okay, uh, and. You know, I, I know we didn't win a bowl game. I, I understand that. But, you know, that's not the kids' fault. I mean, they were prepared to win it, I promise you. You know, they had a week of, of practice uh, that I felt like we were going to go out and we were going to light it up offensively. I mean, we were on it offensively all week in practice. And so, you know, from where this program was uh, three years ago, we walked in here to where these kids have brought it now, you know, they deserve to have something to, uh, to celebrate last season. All right, uh, Pirate defensive coordinator Blake Harrell talking about the spring game. My coach, did you guys win this thing? The thing is we come out and, and guys go compete, and they have a good time and enjoy each other, enjoy going out and playing. And uh, you get out of here and nobody gets hurt and you get better throughout the spring, you count that as a win. Yeah, I mean, that's all they're worried about. They're one, jeez Louise. Uh, defensive improvement in the spring, Blake Harrell on that. I think each and every day you kind of look at it individually. It's 15 different days and 15 different practices. And say, so how much better can we get that particular day than the day before? What are we going to focus on? Not as just a group or as a defense or as a program, but individually. And you've seen some guys kind of take those next steps. We still we got a long ways to go to September, and we got a lot of room we got to make up between now and then. Blake Harrell on the uh, defense, uh, speed on defense. 
Yeah, so, you know, we talk about playing fast, and sometimes, you know, we may not go out and run a fast 40, but if we know what we're doing and we have confidence in what we do and we play with a little swagger, uh, we're going to appear like, hey, we're flying around playing fast, and, and that obviously gives the offense problems. So that's what we preach, and that's what our guys buy into, and they've done a really good job of that. All right, Blake Harrell on the corners who stepped up. You know, I think Demel Hickman had an awesome spring. He, he really did. He was a guy that, you know, was maybe third or fourth on the depth chart last year and, and got limited snaps, but he's done a really, really nice job of just coming every day and competing with a chip on his shoulder and done a really nice job out wide. So excited about him and, and moving forward. Uh, we also uh, had Coach talk about the corners that stepped up. Oh, did we? Oh, we talked. Oh. All right. Well, it would help if I paid attention, wouldn't it, Ben? Um, Donnie Kirkpatrick now. Uh, Donnie was Donnie, Donnie was uh, asked about all the sacks early on. This is what he had to say. I think it's a couple things. One, they were bringing a heavy blitz in there. I think uh, when Holton was in there, I think he was getting an ID correctly. Uh, we had a couple of bad snaps that were a little bit low, and you know, you get zero blitz, you got to catch it, you got to get rid of it, and the snaps threw us off a little bit. So I think it was a combination of that. I, I, for the most part, uh, you know, I thought Holt was pretty good on that. Now, he didn't have a great day, I don't think, but I think he was getting the protections. Uh, Mason might have missed a few early, settled down second half, and he was pretty good at it. Speaking of protections, Pop McKay blocks really good, especially for college running backs. A lot of these guys get to the pros, still don't know how to block, and he's bucking his butt off out there. You know, he's a big back. He's a tough back. We're trying to tell him you're a big back. Don't try to be a scat back. Big backs can help you in protection. He did a nice job of that today. And our defense challenges you because, like I said, they blitz almost every snap, so the backs are going to have to block a lot. Look at the ref. I love it. Oh, he was all over it. He was, he was the same way with baseball, too, with our, uh, our guy, Ryder Giles. That dude's out of control. Love the ref, though. All right, uh, Mason Garcia, Donnie Kay on that. Well, I, you know, the sky's the limit with this kid. Now, this guy's got unbelievable ability. You could compare him to a lot of guys at the next level. And that, that day's coming. You know what I'm saying? I just hope we have a bunch of years with him as well as we get to see him develop like that. Uh, I just think the more he plays, the better he gets. Uh, we had a pitch count on Holton. He was going to get 20 plays today. He might have got a few more just because of the end of the drive. And then it was going to be his game. And I thought once he settled down, uh, he really started. I mean, there was a time in there when he was hitting them right, everyone right in a row. I mean, he had a row, but it had to be eight, nine, ten in a row, I think, there, yeah. All right, and then uh, Coach Kirkpatrick on Holt Nailers. Well, I think anything Holt Nailers is involved in, you're going to be better. Uh, he's a tremendous teammate. He takes an interest in the whole team. He's helped Mason. He's been a great role model in that, you know, when guys come out of high school, they've never really had to study. They've never had to get in there and look at film, you know, and really analyze stuff. Uh, they've just been the best players. And, and Holton's over here all the time watching film, making suggestions. You know, Holton brought me his call list and said, here's the place I want to run. None of the other quarterbacks did that, even though I encouraged that. But then they look and they go, oh, okay, I, I need to do that. And, and, and that will come. So he's been a great role model for, for Mason as well as all. All right, and then uh, this is uh, Coach on the wide receivers in the game. There were some dropsies. 
you know, that's been the challenge all spring because we lost our top three receivers. And then Ryan Jones, if you, you counted him in there, he hasn't done much the last couple of weeks. And we were very careful with him today. It didn't play him very much. Uh, so I, I thought we were a little shaky early at wide out. I thought they settled down. It looked like Kerry King and a couple of the guys started to make some plays in the second half. We, we need that to come on. Uh, the wide receiver room will get much better here in about a month. You know, we've got some guys coming in that we're really counting on. So offensive line got better in the second half, made their adjustments, uh, receivers, some helps on the way. Uh, Rajay Harris talked about the touchdown play in the game. All we needed was a big play. You know, we just sat in there, you know, big play going to come. And he uh, clipped that, Ben, big play going to come. Uh, and uh, Harris on the tie game. See, man, I think offense won, but, you know, they're probably going to try to give it to the defense. You know, beating Weenies, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with beating Weenies, though. I grew up eating a little beating Weenies. Here's another one. We got a couple. A little Rajay Harris soundbite roulette. Just keeps it real. Nothing wrong with Beanie Weenies. On Friday night, Ryder Giles, uh, seven innings, eight strikeouts. Wow. He talked about that performance as the Pirates got off to a 1-0 series start against the Wheat Shockers. Um, I don't know. I uh, felt pretty good um, all day. Um, you know, got to got to watch a little bit of the Masters for the game, so that put me in a good mindset. And then um, I thought my command was pretty good. And uh, I mean, Amac, Zach, all those guys behind me, man, they just continue to amaze me every day with the plays they make, and uh, it's really fun to watch. Um, Moylan battling the sun over there on a couple balls, like I just I told him that's that's big time. He doesn't even know how big of a play that is, but uh, just the, the guys behind me, man, I don't know, just felt good and uh, watching them work was good. Uh, this is uh, Ryder talking about he didn't think he was going to go as long as he did. To be honest with you, yes. To be honest with you, yes. Um, especially after that homer that uh, somebody to be remain nameless said I was going to do on the radio. Um, uh, I don't know who that was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know but uh, it's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I felt good. Um, was filling up the zone and um, you know, he was, uh, you know, able to let me go a couple more than probably expected. Um, and, you know, we're just <laughs> fortunate to come out with a win. So anytime you can win a college baseball game, especially on Friday night to start the weekend out, it's a good thing. And then uh, he talked about um, being uh, kind of the main guy on the mound going forward. So, yeah, I, you, I mean, you kind of said it just helped the team in, in whatever it is. Um, you know, this is my role right now, so I'm going to do uh, everything I can. Um, to put myself in the best situation, but also the team to be successful. And if it's pitching on Friday, if it's pitching on Saturday, if it's coming in to play defense, whatever it is. Um, and I, I think a lot of guys have taken that approach. And um, it hasn't shown up, but um, you know, a lot of guys kind of feel that way of just accepting whatever role it is and um, just just going with it and um, you know trying to win as many baseball games as possible. All right, we've got our uh, spring kickoff party coming to Wildwood Park on Friday the 22nd. We're uh, 11 days from that now. There'll be food trucks, a beer garden, live music with the main event band. Our sponsors for our spring kickoff party for IBX and the city of Greenville uh, are Phelps Chevrolet, Eastern Radiologists, uh, Victra Advanced Mechanical, and also... Uh, one of our sponsors for the event, I have it here, Ben, is uh, 
Here it is. Um, Southern Bank. There you go. Thanks to them for uh, all of their uh, support on our spring kickoff party, uh, party coming to Wildwood Park on the 22nd, a week from Friday. All right, uh, let's break when we – oh, no, let's go up to Ben right now. Ben, you ready for an update? Let's do that. 94.3 The Game Sports Update, the uh, one and only Ben Byram, and then we'll go inside the ECU clubhouse with Cliff Godwin after that. Thanks, Patrick. We start with what's happening around Pirate Nation. ECU baseball wins their second straight conference series, taking two games to one over Wichita State at home. The key player for the Pirates in that series was the new starting pitcher, Ryder Giles. In Friday's win, he had an unbelievable start that saw him throw for seven innings, only giving up three hits and a run and notching eight strikeouts. Here's Ryder's reaction to his performance Friday following his terrific outing. Um, I don't know. I uh, felt pretty good um, all day. You know, got to, got to watch a little bit of the Masters for the game, so that put me in a good mindset. And then um, I thought my command was pretty good. And, uh, I mean, Amac, Zach, all those guys behind me, man, they just continue to amaze me every day with the plays they make, and uh, it's really fun to watch. The Pirates are back in action tomorrow as they travel to Elon to take on the Phoenix. First pitch for that game is set for 6 o'clock. You can hear live play-by-play and pregame coverage beginning at 545 right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates. 94-3 the game. From college basketball, St. Peter's hire Wagner's play here. Mason be their new head coach after Shaheen Holloway took the head coaching gig at Seton Hall. From the NFL, Baltimore Ravens re-signed former All-Pro pass rusher Kalias Campbell to a two-year contract worth $12.5 million. And and unfortunately and tragically, Steelers backup quarterback Dwayne Haskins passed away this weekend after being struck by a garbage truck. He was only 24 years old. Wrapping up from the NBA, the Lakers fired head coach Frank Vogel after missing the playoffs. According to multiple reports, an early front runner for the gig is Raptors head coach and NBA champion Nick Nurse. That's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. I'm Ben Barham. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Remember the days when you could go to your favorite butcher shop and get your pork chops or steaks cut just the way you like them? Well, you still can. Acre Station Meat Farm on Highway 32 in Pinetown, north of Washington, is Eastern Carolina's traditional butcher shop. Acre Station is where you can get your order cut the way you want it. The best sausage, bacon, and pork chops and steaks you'll ever taste. I get my steaks from Acre Station because uh, the quality is great and they can cut it any size you like and just can't find a selection like that anywhere else. I like to go get my roast at Acre Station because they cut it at about six pounds and that's 
perfect for my for my family because I just can't find what I'm looking for at the grocery store anymore. Acre Station, your traditional butcher shop in Pinetown, just outside Washington on Highway 32. Find out what others have always known. The short trip to Acre Station is worth the drive. At Acre Station, you just get that good, friendly service you just can't find anymore. I guarantee it's the best sausage and bacon you'll ever eat. Greenville's premier Uptown Concert Series returns. Concert on the Comet. This year's acts include Jim Quick at Coastland, April 28th. For more details and a full lineup of bands, go to concertonthecommon.org. Greenville's premier Uptown Concert Series returns. Concert on the Comet. This year's acts include Trial by Fire, the Journey Tribute Band, June 23rd. For more details and a full lineup of bands, go to concertonthecommon.org. This is Tim Sutton with Greenville Auto World. When it comes to vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. It's hard to find a reliable and honest auto repair shop. That's where we come in. Greenville Auto World with a commitment to providing our customers with honest quality service at reasonable prices. Greenville Auto World has one of the most state-of-the-art repair facilities available in eastern North Carolina. Our technology, education, expertise provides you with the best care imaginable. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. Warren's Hot Dog Pizza, homemade lemonade. Hey, Pirate Nation, Warren's now has two locations. In Greenville, across from Ron Ayers Motorsports, and the new Chocowinity location next to the fire department. Stop in today for hot dogs, pizza, subs, apple and peach turnovers, homemade lemonade, and breakfast in Chocowinity featuring homemade cheese, ham and chicken biscuits, plus sausage dogs, and more. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates! Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Play ball! It's time to head inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate Baseball Coach Cliff Godwin. On your home for East Carolina baseball. 94.3 The Game. Going back, looking up. See you later! Patrick Johnson's visit with Coach Godwin is covered by The Gavigan Agency, covering Pirate Nation's personal and commercial insurance needs with offices in Greenville and Newburn, And by HealthWise Pharmacy in Greenville, locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker. HealthWise Pharmacy puts you and your health first. Here's Patrick Johnson with Coach Cliff Godwin. ECU Coach Cliff Godwin is here. Pirates take their second straight conference series beating Wichita State two out of three this uh, weekend game with Elon uh, set uh, here quickly so another quick uh, turnaround with these midweek games for the Pirates. Uh, Cliff Godwin joins us uh, here as uh, we talk Pirate baseball. Coach thanks for the time. Thanks Pat. Thanks for having me. I want to talk about uh, Ryder Giles performance Friday. I mean man what a uh, what an outing for him. Uh, seven innings eight strikeouts and uh, he talked uh, about it afterwards that uh, he was you know, certainly credited his defense. They made some great plays behind him, but he also was, uh, he said, in a real good frame of mind, a real relaxed going into the day. No, it was spectacular. I mean, you couldn't ask for more than that on a Friday night. I mean, it's the longest start of any of our starting pitching all year. Struck out eight through 88 pitches in seven innings. And, you know, that's the most pitches Ryder's ever thrown in his life, I would think, at least at East Carolina. So, uh, going on a short week next week. I mean, he's going to flip around and throw on Thursday at UCF. So, um, because the Easter weekend, I uh, did want to send him back out there for the eighth inning. Um, and he did his job. 
he gave us a chance to win. He gave us a very, very quality start, but Ryder was phenomenal. You uh, have talked about on here that he made that, uh, you know, kind of, hey, coach, whatever you need me to do to help us win games uh, statement. What was the decision in, in moving him up to be uh, essentially the uh, the number one guy, at least this past weekend, and it sounds like for UCF on, on Friday? Um, Patrick, I, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't think it takes a rocket science scientists to, to figure that out you know i mean when you look at his numbers compared to some of our other pitchers numbers he has really good numbers and um it's not a traditional way to pitch but he's a competitor he knows how to get people out and at the end of the day you've got to put your best your team in the best position to win on game one and right now he he gives us that opportunity what about him you think is making him so successful because you say there, there's a lot of things that aren't what you in the normal mold of a pitcher, if there's such a thing, uh, but he's very effective. Um, I think it's a couple of things. I think number one, he's a very uh, good competitor. Number two, he throws strikes with three different pitches. Uh, number four, um, he uh, can throw different pitches in different counts. It's non-traditional, so you know he can throw an all-speed pitch and maybe a hitter's count and. Um, hitters cheat to get to the fastball, and he's throwing an all-speed pitch. So he's a really good athlete on the mound. So if you hit the ball or bump the ball anywhere near him, he's just going to make the play and make it look easy. Yeah, uh, and and obviously quite uh, quite successful as you noted there. So uh, a g- great outing from him, best of uh, the season it seems of anybody on the staff. And then uh, Pirates really hit the ball well on uh, Saturday, uh, getting out to uh, a lead against. Uh, the, uh, against Wichita State 3-1, and then they kind of got back in it, hung around, uh, but uh, your team was able to add some runs in the seventh inning and kind of put that away. Uh, but uh, I thought the approach all night uh, in that one was, was excellent. Zach Agnos at the top was uh, fantastic. Bryson Worrell, uh, what a game for him. And, of course, uh, Jenkins Cowart seemed like everything that they were throwing, it looked like a beach ball because he was hitting it. So, uh uh, and, and AMAC, too, with a couple of hits. So multi-hit game uh, for uh, for f- at least four guys, uh, if I remember correctly. But it uh, just seemed like that uh, those guys in particular uh, had a really, really productive night on Saturday. Well, Patrick, you know, a lot's been made of our offense because we've been inconsistent this year. But if you look at what we've done in conference play um, and really just going back to last Saturday at Cincinnati, I think we scored eight runs. On Saturday, we scored 12 on Sunday. We scored seven on Wednesday against Old Dominion, six on Friday against uh, Wichita State, 10 on Saturday. Um, so we, we've done a really good job. The guys have uh, been much better. They're continuing to get better. Uh, yesterday, the, the guy was really good. Mm-hmm. Look, the guy put a point three one. He left with like a point two three or something, and. It was a pitcher strike zone, and could we have done more? Absolutely. But uh, we knew it was going to be tough, and we just weren't able to do enough. And once you get down 4 or 5 nothing compared to 2 nothing, then it limits you to the things that you can do because you got to just sit back and kind of hit um, because you can't take the risk of maybe hitting and running or you know giving up an out on a bunt, those kinds of things. And if we could have kept it around the 2 nothing game, then – the guy pitches differently. We can do some things differently um, on yesterday's game. So I'm very happy with where our offense is right now. 
Uh, Coach, we saw Carter Cunningham the last couple of uh, days. Uh, how would you assess his play? Carter, I mean, he was thrown in there. Josh uh, got jammed. Um, Josh Mullen got jammed by a pitch on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And this was bothering him. Um, he probably could have went yesterday, but I just didn't want to risk it because, uh, you know, we need him for the long haul. Um, so I am 90 Five percent sure that he'll be ready to go tomorrow, but uh, Moreland was out of the lineup just because he he had hurt his hand. Right. Uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, some guys out of the pen, uh, and, and most notably, I think uh, Trey is Savage. Big weekend for him, Coach. Yeah, he's really coming along. And, and you look at yesterday, and uh, you know, you look at the box score, and that's the thing I, I tell people: if you're not a you know a, a really student of watching the game and understand the game he shouldn't give up those runs yesterday we, we didn't make a play in center field and mm-hmm. it's not like Bryson's trying to not make the play but he got a bad jump Paul loops in with two outs now it's first and second and of course Trey because it's breaking ball off the wall pitch and the guy hits the ground ball through the middle and there's two runs so we, we make that catch in center field he doesn't give up runs Trey's been great he's been phenomenal he's going to be really really special um, for us um, he's already really good, but he's got a chance to be really, really special for us down the road. Yeah, came in and got the save, save in that steely sort of situation Friday and uh, uh, came in in relief of, of uh, Spivey uh, Saturday night and, uh, and, and kind of doused uh, Wichita State. So, uh, but, but your point is, is taken yesterday. I also liked, uh, boy, Jay Cunner, I thought, looked really, really sharp on Saturday night for you as well. He was awesome. He was awesome to come in, throw two innings. I think he punched out four um, and just didn't allow him to breathe. Yeah, we're up 10-3, but still, to go out there and get six outs and be really dominant was impressive, and um, that's really good to see. And He's going to be a big piece for us moving forward as well. Coach, uh, from my standpoint, I thought Cooch on Saturday uh, kind of was rolling early on. Uh, got into a little trouble in the fourth, uh, and you, you yielded to Carter Spivey there. Was that just you could kind of see where Cooch was at that point, or uh, what was sort of the, the methodology behind Of course, they'd had a couple hard-hit balls against him on that second time through the lineup, I guess. Uh, well, first off, Cooch did a really good job of yeah. getting through the first He had some blue pits, and um, that just that's baseball. And he got bases loaded, one out. He actually got behind the guy 3-0. I thought the umpire kind of squeezed him behind home plate a little bit and then struck that guy out, got out of the inning. That was huge momentum swing um, for us. So he did a really good job of that. And in the fourth, he, he walked uh, walked the leadoff guy. Um, and then I think the next guy doubled or, or singled, whatever it may be. And just thought the matchups were better with Spivey coming in. And at the time, the game was either 2-1, to 3-1. to one. Right. So, um, wanted Spivey to come in. Spivey, Spivey normally can neutralize the situation, so I think it was three to one. Ended up being three to two when Spivey came out. So Spivey only gave up one of those runs um, there in the uh, fifth inning. So um, I think we made the right move there. That's Cliff Godwin. You can hear the complete conversation inside the ECU clubhouse with uh, the coach of the Pirates, Cliff Godwin. For the Gavigan Agency at HealthWise Pharmacy at 943thegame.com. Pirate Baseball. Back at it tomorrow. 545 airtime for a 6 o'clock first pitch against uh, Elon on the road. 
And a reminder, we'll have Donnie Kirkpatrick, uh, Pirate Offensive Coordinator in studio tomorrow for the Patrick Johnson Show. All right, we'll uh, get ready to wrap things up today when we come back. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy. Or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner, Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy, Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Hi, Bobby. Hey, Sarah. The usual. This is the last time I'm coming here for coffee. I'm on a budget now. One sec. Cold brew for Blake? It's Jake from State Farm. Sarah, don't give up what you love. State Farm has policy options to get you a surprisingly great rate. Good. I need my iced oat milk latte with caramel and cinnamon on top. Girl, me too. For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. In a world where a single touch can threaten the surfaces of your home, there's Microband 24. Just one spray fights bacteria all day. Bacteria incoming. Shields up, defenders. When used as directed, Microband 24 Sanitizing Spray forms a defensive shield that keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch. Threat eliminated. Microband 24. Don't just sanitize it. Microband it. Now spraying in a store near you. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Little throwback to the days of yore, the old uh, pick up the pieces theme used for Talk of the Town back in the day when it was a five o'clock show. 
Hey, Ben, did uh, how did Bark of the Park go? You know, it is like National Pet Day, right? Yeah. Was, today is. Oh, uh, today it is. Okay. I, I, I thought you were talking about Bark in the Park was National Pet Day. No, today's National Pet Day. It begs the question. Are you a cat boy or a dog boy, huh? Ben? Dog all the way. All right. Uh, let's get Noah in here. Noah? Simple question. Uh, Wait for it. <laughs> hang on, hang on, Noah. Hang on. Don't step on the line. Here we go. Are you a cat boy or a dog boy, huh? Noah? Uh, gonna have to be a cat now. Cat boy now. What? Yeah. Oh, he a cat boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, come on up. Chris, simple question. Here it is. Wait for it. Wait for it. Are you a cat boy or a dog boy, huh? I'm going to say a dog for a house, like a big house with a yard. If you're in an apartment, I'm going to say a cat. What? Oh, he a cat boy. What? Ben, these guys were doing so well, weren't they? I hate to keep making fun of Philip. That was the most ref answer I've ever heard in my life. That was a little bit of a ref answer. Always a technicality. Yeah, there's always an explainer. Explain. Yeah, I mean that's that's the ref's go-to there. He's he's got oh, he's got to cover all angles. <laughs> I, I wonder what happened there when the music left. I didn't. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean the right answer is dog boy, right? I, I by four for sure. I mean I grew up with dogs, so maybe I'm a little biased, but they, I think they just have a little bit more personality in my opinion. Well, cats have personality. It's just a bad one. Yeah, like they're not thrilled when you, you know? get home or anything, like a dog no, is. No, no, couldn't care. Kind of like my wife, in a way. Not happy when I'm home. That's why I work so much. All right, uh, that's a joke. It's a jokey joke. I don't want to get a little Cam Newton heat on me today. Talking about women again. Uh, big thanks to Cliff Godwin. Back tomorrow with Donnie Kirkpatrick. See you then. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth-generation winemaker at Dupa Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that I work full-time with my dad, I understand why Mom enjoys a glass of our Hatter's Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin and go Pirates. April is National Safe Digging Month. 811 is the first step to getting your buried underground utilities like gas, electric, or internet lines located. Having these lines marked before digging helps keep you, your family, and your neighborhood safe. Play it safe when you plan on digging and call or click 811 three working days before you dig. Learn more at nc811.org. Sponsored by North Carolina 811 and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with the station. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. 
Need to insure a boat in Edenton? A business in Elizabeth City? A car in Greenville? How about a farm truck in Columbia or a home on the Outer Banks? Weatherly Insurance Agency, an independent insurance agency with five locations in eastern North Carolina, is here to help. Weatherly Insurance Agency has agents you can get to know because they're your neighbors and live in your town. Call today, 888-OBX-2-IBX or on the web at weatherlyinsurance.com. From the Outer Banks to the Inner Banks, Weatherly Insurance has you covered. Time for a weather update, and yup, there's still weather outside. It's a temperature. It could rain or not. It's either hot or cold, so wear a jacket or don't. Anyway, good luck. Unclear information isn't helpful, which is why when your car needs repair, head to Meineke Car Care Centers. With Meineke e-inspection, we'll send photos and technician notes straight to your phone, telling you what should be fixed and why. Get a basic oil change starting in 1995. Meineke, doing car care right. At participating locations, terms and conditions apply. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words, made in America. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. Unless we forget to pay the power bill. 94.3, the game. 